Okay, so yeah, with I, that, welcome to Geek with Kids, your bi-weekly geekly, geeky podcast from a parenting point of view. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right, yeah. No, no, no just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. We're keeping that, we're keeping Geek this kid opening, of take course. three. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. We're just keeping go- keeping it going. We got to keep all these. <laughs> I am one of your hosts, Mike, and I am very excited to be hosting this for the very first time. And of course, our listeners oh, have figured make out this by. all about you, Mike Wine. <laughs> and uh, there's really nobody else in this episode but me. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I want to welcome my esteemed panel that are here today to discuss some holiday Holiday cheer. Uh, we have Eric. How's it going, Eric? Mm, good. <laughs> I mean, decided that I'm going to be asking whomever has something in their mouth, uh, food, a drink, a beverage, something. They're, they're the ones that are going to be asked next how they're doing. I actually got a question for you, Eric. Uh, what's no. your favorite reindeer? What's my favorite reindeer? Yeah. Cooked. like he's already ruining christmas i don't know what's uh i'm pretty sure i made it better but that's okay cool <laughs> all right we'll agree to disagree we've also got matt here how's it going matt hello sir how what is your favorite reindeer Ooh, see now eric stole my answer so now i gotta be creative and not be a jackass um uh, you could also be uh, a jackass it's fine I'm going to say Prancer because, you know, Prancer gets no love. Hmm. Yeah, and, 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 and he's, you know, he's, he's got a name that really has a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of flamboyance to it, Absolutely. a lot of excitement. He's just fabulous. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel like he gets a lot of love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's Stu. How's it going, Stu? It's going well. How are you? Good. You got a favorite reindeer? Uh. I don't know. Rudolph seemed okay, but um, that's that's the easy. Really, answer. yeah. Re- really, it just seemed like everyone hated him until he was useful. But really, he was the same as the rest. So the others were just being jerks. It's true. They couldn't. They couldn't accept the diversity. No, you know? <laughs> they, they couldn't accept that he was different. But really, if you have a blinding light in front of you at all times, wouldn't that be annoying? Maybe a little bit. <laughs> Like, it, it's fine when it's foggy to have your fog lights on, but you don't need it on. You're trying to sleep. <laughs> when it's regular. Yeah, when you're... But they're at the North Pole. It's, it's like dark for off. half the year. I'm sure there were other times when he was useful. You know what? Mr. Yeah. Puffin doesn't care, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've also got Hawk here. How's it going, Hawk? Not too bad. How are you guys? Good. Uh, I'm switching up your question. Uh, oh, good. So uh, in, instead of a instead of a reindeer, uh, can you tell us another uh, one of your favorite Christmas characters? Oh, favorite Christmas characters. Um, we could, we could you know we could we could look yeah. at things that are in the North Pole. We could look at things that are, you know, that you. Oh, um, I'm trying to think. The original German Santa and that had that helper with that uh, the. Uh, uh, his kind of counterpart, right? Was Krampus. Black, Black Peter. Oh, you went that far back. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Go a little dark in that. Yeah, that would, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you just were like, 
Yeah, I don't know where to go with this. <laughs> it was kind of the terrifying other half of Christmas and that, you know? It's like, the, you know, there's St. Nick and that who dropped off presents and that, and then there was Black Peter who actually took children. Wasn't that the uh, that what they morphed into Krampus later? I don't no, know. It, Krampus is a bunch of things, but yeah, it is yeah. one of those things. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I know much about that that particular mythology. That's 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 interesting. You need to up. watch more horror Christmas themed um, yeah. movies. Oh yeah, like I'm not going to get all that from the Rankin Bass specials. No, nah, no, Maybe not so much. <laughs> that would be amazing if they did make it. I'm sure mm. someone online has made a Rankin Bass 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 version of this. I'm sure. Yeah. So, so today's episode is uh, is all about Christmas. It's all about the holidays. It's all about being cheerful and excited about Christmas and and being a geek and, and, and at that time. And and so I thought we'd get the geeks together to talk a little bit about what Christmas is sort of uh, for us and how we we can you know incorporate a little bit of our of our geeky culture into it and uh, and you know just have a little bit of fun talking about it. So. Um, where I wanted to start today was was really to to take a look at maybe some of our our own sort of holiday traditions because everyone's got you got their own family traditions maybe you know you have uh, you know a dinner with the grandparents or or maybe you're you're up uh, up late on Christmas Eve uh, enjoying some food watching movies and stuff but I, I wanted us to look specifically at our geeky traditions and um, and, and I mean, I, I've got one. Maybe I can start to, to talk about one of the ones that I, I've always enjoyed. And then we'll see uh, what you guys think. Um, the one that I'm sort of most fond of, at least in recent years, is uh, the tradition of watching Doctor Who on Christmas Day. Mm. There's, uh, there's always been, and, and apparently there's not going to be one this year, but there's always nope. been like a, a Doctor Who special uh, mm-hmm. that you can watch on Christmas Day. And it was just, it was just like a fun part of that that experience to sit down on your couch and uh, watch a little Doctor Who, maybe have some of your presents to, to mess around with while you're watching. Um, so that's one of mine. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Wait, 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 wait. Before we move on, what's your favorite of the Christmas episodes? Ooh, that's good. Um, I'm going to have to go with the 10th Doctor. Um, there was an episode where he was in like the space Titanic that's the one I was thinking of too. With yeah. Charlie Minogue. Yeah, yeah. And 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 I'm thinking of that one because I I, had, I just watched it recently. <laughs> no, I <I've laughs> <had>. Yeah, <laughs> no, I I picked up the um uh, this like they, they put out a Doctor Who Christmas box set, like a Blu-ray box set of just the Christmas specials from sort of from the ninth Doctor onward. And so I've uh I've been been watching watching through those and, and the uh the one with the, the space Titanic was was a pretty good one, but uh, what do you guys think? I don't know. Let's start with Hawk. Um, I'm trying to remember them. It's been a little while since I kind of fell off with Doctor Who a bit. Not. Um, I think he's just talking about ever, the traditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are Are we asking about? You're not asking about Doctor Who. Oh, it could be either. Um, <laughs> we can, we can, we can talk say, about Doctor Who for a bit. We can talk about other traditions if you've got one. Well, it's just like I kind of lack traditions in that around this time of year, and that mostly like because we're such a small family here, and that most of our immediate family is in Ireland, and that so it's really kind of just like me, my mother, uh, brother, sister, and that, and, you know, okay. not much in the way of extended family. So, uh, but for the Doctor Who special, I'm going to say the Snowman. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Okay. How about Matt? What do you think, Matt? Um, 
I'm trying to think like traditions. I mean, my family, when we were younger, always had the tradition. We would go to my, my dad's parents' house for Christmas Eve, get the whole family together on that side. Christmas day was always with my mom's side of the family. Always, you know, very, very fun. And you know, Christmas day, we had, you know, try to sneak Dr. Who in there where we could, which was tricky. Cause you're like, we have to run around it. We have to do, you know, my, we have to, the one tradition we still keep is every year we go to my mother's house Christmas morning without fail, which is, significantly more difficult since none of us live there anymore. So we have to like wake up, commute all the way over there. To make the trip, yeah. Yeah. Which is difficult. She's like, you should wear your pajamas. I'm like, none of them driving half an hour across the city. That's cold. Um, but we always do that. And then, you know, go home and do our, our various bouncing back and forth. Um, Dr. Dr. Who's special. And I'm, I'm, again, I, I watch the show. I don't watch it regularly and I catch the Christmas ones even less regularly these days. Um, even more I reason know, for you to pick up that box that I was just talking about. Uh, you know what? The fact you told me that I'm like, oh, I got a day off tomorrow. I think I might do some shopping for me. Um, <laughs> there was one and I, I feel like it was Nick Frost that played Santa, but it might've been another actor. Oh, I remember that. Nick Frost. I think it was, it yeah. was eight. Was it eight? I it, it was, was um, seven or eight. I can't remember which one. It was. Uh, it was either it was either Tennant or Smith, and I can't remember which doctor. It I think was. it was Capaldi. I think was it was Capaldi Cap- too. Uh, was it Capaldi? It was like Capaldi's yeah. first Christmas one. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that might have been it. They kind of bleed together because again, I, I watch them out of order. I don't watch them regularly, so it's like I can't, like. Oh, I found this one. I'll watch it now. And I'm like, oh yeah, Nick Frost. He's awesome. Yeah, you're right. It was Capaldi. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. Yeah, that was a and good that's one. like. That's the one that jumps to mind because I'm like, I'm a big Nick Frost fan because he's hilarious. So I'm like, I'll watch this because it's hilarious. Couldn't awesome. remember the doctor. Couldn't remember the story. Couldn't remember the doctor. Remember Nick Frost being awesome as Santa. And now you got to go back and you got to watch it again. Get his, a little last, that. his last name is Frost. So there's got to be some kind of connection. Exactly. Yeah. Well, now that I can find that Blu-ray Christmas you know, collector set, I'm going to pick that up. I feel like uh, we need like an Amazon affiliate link or something that we can. Uh, oh, if only we could link these so that the listeners can find it. That would be awesome. We could, we could, no, we I'm not doing product. that. No. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, we could just get sponsorship from the BBC. Either way, it's all good. Shameless plug. Although yeah, we yeah. could, we could become Amazon affiliates. We, I sent you that. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that. I feel like in that episode uh, with Nick Frost is, uh, playing Santa, I think they actually did call him Santa. And I remember getting so annoyed with, by that. I was like, no, he's, if it's British, it's Father Christmas. How dare you, America? Yeah. They have to Americanize it real good. Yeah. I mean, Do- Doctor Who, yeah, it's it's been slowly creeping over into America friendly. And I, it just bugs me. So let's let's go to you then, Stu. What, what, uh, what, what kind of uh, geeky or regular traditions do you want to just mention to us? And, and then maybe let us know your, your episode of choice. Uh don't really have an episode of choice. I've, I, the, the Christmas ones never, I liked them, but they never blew my mind. It was just like, they, they, they were always sort of standalone, um, but kind of mediocre plot lines. So not, nothing really. I mean, I, I, it was a fun thing to suddenly see an episode of Doctor Who out of the blue, but um, yeah. the, the, they never really particularly uh, tickled my fancy. Okay. Um, in terms of traditions, I'm sort of in the same uh, situation as Hawk. My family all lives on the other side of the globe. The few times I have spent Christmas with them has been a nightmare. Uh, <laughs> basically, I, I just like to sit down and like 
you know, maybe watch Lord of the Rings or a couple of the Harry Potter films, just something stupid like that that has nothing to do with Christmas, but is a huge time commitment. Yeah, yeah, that 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 was actually one of the things that I was thinking of as well. Like with regard to like geeky traditions, is the the idea of the the movie or the TV marathon that Mm -hmm. they would often put on at Christmas time, right? Like, like you say, Lord of the Rings, like to play all the movies back to back. Mm -hmm. You already had your time. Yes, move on. <laughs> oh, I get all the time. <laughs> and moving on to our next topic. No, no I'm just kidding. Eric, what, what about you, man? Um, let's um, so sit back. I'm going to tell you a, a story, a you long spin, story. Now, spin a yarn for us. All right. I, I think um, it was 1863. <laughs> it was 1989. The first time I remember I was but a wee lad. Um, the one thing I remember um, doing as a kid um, on Christmas, at least when I was little to probably 1989 ish is, um, is, um, <laughs> That would be the day I'd get like a new video game for like my NES or my Super NES. The uh, so Christmas would be though like one of the times of the year when you get a new game, right? Your birthday and your and Christmas because oh, yeah. there weren't that many games that were released throughout the day. So I sort of remember always playing a new game or something over the Christmas holidays. Um, so that's sort of something I remember. I remember going with my parents. They always let me go to Toys R Us with them and pick out one toy. That oh. one toy that you get for Christmas and then yeah. all the others would be surprises. Yeah. And I hope to do that with my kids uh, when they get a little bit older. I think, I think now is a little bit too much cause it would be like every single thing in the store would be the thing that, yeah. that they want would that. want. I want that. I want that. I want that, I want that one. one. And also, do they have stores anymore? Yes. Um, yeah. Well, we, we actually, um, Guelph yeah. has the first uh, Toys R Us toy box, which is a smaller Toys R Us. And they're, they're piloting it here to, you know, because Toys R Us is um, good in Canada, they're yeah. they're actually gonna bring it out to other places around, you know, Canada. Let's see what else other traditions. I think starting back in two thousand and one, <laughs> no, you know, talking about um, movie marathons. <laughs> there's always been a year when we I've I've watched Lord of the Rings ever since the first one came out in two thousand and one, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 2000, 2001 ish. Um, so every year, that's sort of the Christmas movie for me is to watch Lord of the Rings, that especially Fellowship of the Ring because that movie, the the beginning and and the the whole idea of friendship just seems like the the Christmas thing. Or watching, you know, Elf. Elf is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. I, I just finished yeah. watching Elf tonight. <laughs> Such a good I, movie. Oh, I was so at a Christmas party last night where one of the games was we got tested on the stuff from Elf. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's <no>. amazing. <laughs> I did really badly. Oh, that's unfortunate. Oh. But it, it is a good movie. It still holds up. I uh, hope you find your dad. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. Oh, God. So good. You smell like beef and cheese. You're not Santa. <laughs> You sit on a throne of lies. Where were you guys <laughs> last night? <laughs> Welcome to Elfcast. <laughs> number one on spot for other right. like were we talking about like other like family traditions? I do go to my parents' house every Christmas. Uh we spend the fam- the day there and then we go to the uh my Megan's parents on on Boxing Day. That's other things. I'm trying to think. We have a lot of traditions. We are Christmassy people. Um, yeah. the first weekend of December we'll always have our Christmas tree up and everything will be lighted and pretty and we'll have our lights on out. We 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 try to stay Christmas free until after Remembrance Day. 
um, which I feel <laughs> yeah. like is the thing. <laughs> uh, or at least after Halloween. No, no, definitely remember. Not, not if you wander into a dollar store. <laughs> yeah, there, there was something that there was something that we used to do, or I noticed when I was a kid in, uh, in South Africa, where basically Christmas, the Christmas season didn't really start until a week before Christmas. Yeah, no, uh, man. I like I listen to the Christmas radio stations here when I'm driving. I'm just full on Christmas cheer. <laughs> if I was wearing green right now, I man, I would be wearing my ugly Christmas sweaters right now if I didn't have like baby vomit on it <laughs> uh, you know it, it uh, doesn't that just improve the look though mm, it's just it's wet it just <laughs> it, 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 the look is fine it's the wetness that's very uncomfortable and the cheesy <laughs> smell of course and the, and the smell yes definitely the smell but yeah no i love i love christmas time i think well, it's, it's that kind of the thing i i agree with you because like if you're going to be christmasy you got to go all in full on because as soon as christmas is done then you got like at least four, maybe five months of just dreary, cold, snowy. Oh, yeah. Air. It's true. <laughs> you know? And, you and for our American listeners that are in warm places, uh, good on you guys. <laughs> no, no, no. Fork. It is quite cold in, uh, in January in, in Canada. That's do, for sure. Do you guys ever play Whamageddon? Do you know what this game is? No, what is it? No. Me and my friends have been playing this for a couple of years. It's uh, a game of sort of survival where if you hear Wham's Last Christmas, you're out of the game. Uh, so we've been doing this for at least like eight years now. And I'm still in. And I play on hard mode because I do listen to the Christmas stations while driving. So uh, it's a fun game. It's a fun I, I feel now, like I'm going to have to join this game next year. It is hard because you go through malls and it's like you got you, you, you to gotta like, you know, pray that it doesn't come on and that's one of those songs that always comes on now is this specifically um, wham's version of it because i know there's been numerous covers of it wham's last christmas it has to be okay. wham um if any of you are familiar with brian posein as a stand-up yes. comic he has a really interesting bit on last christmas that i will not repeat here because it's not as appropriate for this uh podcast <laughs> but i recommend going and listening to him Again, very, very inappropriate, but he has a, a, a very funny bit on Wham's Last Christmas and the uh, iTunes recommendations therein. Yeah. It basically ends with him saying, I didn't know that my iTunes recommendations was like an angry frat boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Netflix's uh, recommendations. Just because I'm watching Weirdo by Donald Glove doesn't mean I want to watch Black Klansman. That just seems wrong. Ooh, is that on Netflix? Hey, no, but it's that's the, that's the type of algorithm I get. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Jen and I have just recently like oh we have because we got Netflix worked around on our TV. We actually have our both our Netflix accounts. It's like great now it'll stop taking all the horror movies off off my recommendation. I'm like yeah, and it'll stop recommending random South Korean dramas for me to watch. <laughs> I'm a fan of this. Oh yeah, speaking of Netflix, one Christmas tradition I started maybe two or three years ago the was Christmas to watch. Friends. Was no Christmas Prince was last year, but watching yeah. all of the horrible Christmas movies on Netflix is so oh. much fun. It's so cheesy and so it bad. Burns. Oh, it's so awesome though. Christmas Prince is wonderful. Then the second one, not so good. Not as cheesy as the first oh. one. But you can always watch the first one anyway. And now they have the new one, the Princess Switch with um, Vanessa Hudgens from High School Musical. Just delightful. Oh, and Christmas Chronicles with um, what's his name is Chris, uh, Russell. Kurt Russell as Santa Claus. I love that movie. It's so good. It's so that, good. That that actually leads us into our our, our next section pretty pretty smoothly. Uh, we're gonna skip ahead a little bit. We're gonna look at our our favorite sort of holiday movie recommendations that that Eric just got us started on. 
uh, talking about elf. some of some elf, of <laughs> elf. <laughs> like, are you are you talking about actually just Christmas movies or movies we like to watch at Christmas? You know what? I'm going to allow both. I'm going to allow both because something like Lord of the Rings, like falling on, you know, watching Lord of the Rings on Christmas, like as a tradition, I think that works. Mm-hmm. I think that works. Now, when I talk about mine, and I won't go first this time, I'll, I'll save mine to the end. Um, I'm probably going to talk a little bit more about Christmas movies because they're the kind of things that you, you feel like you're kind of stuck. You have to watch them around this time. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you could totally grab, grab your, your Blu-ray of, of Elf and, and put it on in the middle of July if you wanted to. You might feel a little bit weird doing it. But no, you could totally do that. <laughs> no, that's just conformity, I, man. I, I would watch Will Ferrell be silly any time of the year. So do we? So do you have any you want to add on to that, Eric? Because I know you just basically talked about Netflix and 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 sort of movies that you watch on Netflix. But did you want to add a few? There's Grinch. There's uh, all the Rankin Bass specials because we were talking about movies and TV, right? Yeah. Now, are you talking about the animated Grinch, or are you talking about the one with Jim Carrey? There's only the animated. There's only there's only the animated original. <laughs> Yeah, That's I'm gonna it. agree with you. Um, I heard I heard the new one's not bad, but it's not really um, the Grinch. Like this one goes down into town and gets his groceries, and he's just sort of a grump. Yeah, he's he's, he's sort of he's not that he's, he's not the villainous evil, you know, from the from the original. He's he's not like secluded from everyone, and that's why he's all like, you know, Grinchy. He's sort mm. of like just a like an emo like green guy. <laughs> How do you top Boris Karloff? Yeah, totally. Or even Jim Carrey. Like Jim Carrey yeah, did a all right job. Uh, that movie oh, yeah. I felt was just all over the place. It Jim was, Jim but it was Robin. you know, it was a pro- it was better than Cat in the Hat. Mm. So you know, I felt like the Jim Carrey parts of that movie were the str- like obviously the strongest parts. Like when they were trying to do the whole storyline in in Whoville. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as engaged as I was watching Jim Carrey's no. performance. Yeah, it's hard to extend a like. 45 minute cartoon into an hour and a half mm-hmm. yeah. so you know any other any other movies or tv you want to drop in there maybe maybe don't take them all, all all away from us the rest of us though hey meg what do we like watching for christmas grinch we said grinch already uh elf i like watching the sound of music at this time of the year i don't know why um it just seems like a christmas yeah uh, you, know, you gotta defeat the nazis at christmas um a dark horse recommendation for Christmas movies. Anybody's looking for something different. Uh, 1994, uh, a Dennis Leary film called The Ref. Anybody oh, seen yes, it? Yes, sir. Yes, I have. Yeah, it's one of the best dark Christmas movies I've ever seen. What and about Mighty like Den- Ducks and uh, uh, another Den- dark dark movie like that? Uh, no, a, a little darker than that, Eric. No. <laughs> well, this was like Dennis. This was Dennis Leary, and like his just like got popular with the No Cure for Cancer album. Yes. Like at his absolute peak, Kevin Spacey and Annette Benning playing like a hapless married couple. Um, it was uh, Kevin Spacey and uh, Judy Davis playing the couple. Was it Judy Davis? Yeah, it was Judy Davis. Oh, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, he, uh, Dennis Leary played a jewel thief in that who had to hide out in their house until the, the, uh, the, <laughs> the, what do you call it when the, the police uh, quarantine or, whatever uh until the the heat dies down until the heat dies down uh he keeps (laughs) and uh he happens upon them on the on the night they decide they they really need a divorce and ends up acting as a marriage counselor just to keep them together long enough to you know 
get his stuff and get out. <laughs> wow. Um, I need to add something from Meg. I didn't even know she has seen any of these movies, but she said Police Academy 2 for some reason. I don't know. Interesting. Random. I, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, that, I don't know. Is that even set around Christmas? I don't know. I don't <laughs> no, remember uh, that movie. It's okay. Well, Lord of the Rings wasn't you know set what? around Christmas either. You know, no. the, the Blue Oyster is festive every time of year. Let's move on to Hawk since he gave us a, a, a suggestion there. Do you have any other movies that you like to watch this time of year, Hawk? Um, well, as far as movies and that, uh, it's kind of interesting. But um, I was noting uh, like how disappointed this Christmas is going to be because there's no new Star Wars movie to go see. Because um, yeah. that was becoming really. Yeah. I, I'm I'm actually sort of happy about that. Oh, <laughs> I love Star Wars. no, no, no! I just I know it, it's like it's. It's there's a lot of fatigue from that. So right. Sometimes you got to sure. let the pressure off a little bit, right? Sure, but um, at the same time, um, with uh, fan, with like you know sci-fi and fantasy films and that, they seem to have kind of really embedded themselves into this uh, you know that particular you know time of year and that. There's always something like you know big like a Lord of the Rings movie or Star Wars kind of took over that steam for a little while. Um, this year, all the it all might fall onto Aquaman's shoulders and that. So we'll see how that goes. Well, there's also uh, Holmes and Watson comes out Christmas Day too, doesn't it? Uh, True, but I mean, as a big, as far as big, oh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, fantasy movies and that, yeah, they mm. seem to be, they seem to really rain around Christmas. <laughs> I think that's probably my favorite new tradition is like you know being able to see like some big movie, some big there. epic blockbuster. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. it's funny because that was started around uh, Lord of the Rings, right? Because mm-hmm. yeah. Star Wars was traditionally released in may yeah and then star wars kind of picked up uh, like it started releasing after the, like the hobbit got released at christmas time and then yeah. what, once that was over star wars came in there's like we need to give all them get all the money at christmas time because mm-hmm. that's when people can buy all the toys because no one thinks yeah. about buying the star wars toys at, oh yeah and kids are out of school and that so like parents have to plan on those little you know day trips for them that to go see something mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, I'm happy about no Star Wars this year. Oh, did you see that Ryan Johnson uh, tweeted about uh, the Last Jedi a couple days ago? No, what? He's like, what thanks is, to all the fans, <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone is like, "Fork you, Ryan Johnson, we hate you." Or, or people were like, "Eh, why is he still stirring the fire?" <laughs> Which is, you know, the majority of the fans who didn't like it. Just, just to sort of build on 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 that idea of of, of seeing a big movie at Christmas, like I, I was. I was trying to remember uh, one of the movies that I that I had seen on Christmas Day when I was younger, and 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 I remembered it was uh, the original Jumanji. Yeah, the one with Robin Williams and uh, and Kirsten Dunst. I remember going to see that like Christmas Day in the theater. That is a Christmas movie. That's weird. Yeah, because they they have that whole Christmas scene at the end, and mm-hmm. and the the beginning starts in Christmas. Hmm. Never thought about that. That was yeah. a good movie, and the new one wasn't bad either. Oh, I enjoyed the new one too. Let's uh, let's go to Stu. Stu, what what do you think, movie wise, TV wise? Uh, TV wise, I mean, I, I I go down the list of the holiday episodes of like Frasier and uh, the West Wing. They both have some really good ones. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I got to be weird that way. Um, film West Wing <laughs> is not weird. No, 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 it's wonderful. Those episodes are, especially in a political time like yeah. now. Mm. This is the time to watch it. The, the, the <clears throat> season one and two of the West Wing, both are pretty powerhouse uh, Christmas episodes. Agreed. Season one, if you show it to a veteran, they will cry. Just saying. Uh, Stu, we're going to do a West Wing episode, by the are way. Are we? Um, 
probably in the new year. Okay. Because I will finish that sixth season that is really hard to get through. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. It's, it's worth so, it if you can get through it. It's worth it. It's so hard. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I will get through okay. it. Uh, the last two seasons have been a little rough. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. They've been without Sorkin. Um, and then in terms of films that I like to watch, um, it's a wonderful life. I will watch. Ooh, how did we miss that? I have no idea. <laughs> um, but I, I like watching that. And then there's one that came out in 2005 called uh, Joie Noel, um, which is about the 1914 uh, Christmas piece in the trenches. Uh, and mm. that's oh, yeah. actually really. Yeah, a little romanticized at times, but I, I really enjoy it. Wait, did I talk about my Doctor Who episode? Yes, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> no, 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 because of what Stu said. Um, the one I liked was the one last year with Peter Capaldi, where they talk about the oh yeah that that, that piece oh. one. Yeah, they, the, they, the soccer game. Yeah, the end with the Christmas piece. Yeah, that was a good that was a good yeah. ending. Sorry to interject with my it's okay. stuff again. It's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. Every time Eric interrupts, you have to take a drink of eggnog. Ugh. I don't. I don't like eggnog. No, <laughs> I'm not a fan either. Plus, milk during recording shows. Come on. <laughs> no, I will say though there was there was, eggnog there was delicious. I'll say it right there here. There was something kind of funny that happened to me when I was younger. Um, while I was watching, like I, I got given uh, some movie for Christmas. It was uh, some. I can't remember the name the, the name of the film, but it was, it was like Weird Creatures or something like that. It was a follow-up to um, uh, A Fish Called Wanda. It was sort of done by the same oh, people. Oh, oh yeah, um, I remember that. Um, um, it's, it's, it's not really important, but I was sitting watching this. I've you know, been given it for Christmas. I was watching it in my room, and suddenly this big column of fire just shot up past my window. Um, it was my dad trying to he had, like out on the driveway he just took all the wrapping paper put them in a big um, <laughs> metal barrel threw a bunch of uh, gasoline on it and just lit a match I was just trying to burn <laughs> the Christmas wrapping paper <laughs> and this is all of a fire shot up past my window and I'm sitting there thinking I've been doing this wrong the whole time well I, 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 I could totally see your dad doing that too <laughs> like my room my room was pitch black because I was like an angsty teenager at the time and suddenly this <laughs> like bright fire everywhere I'm just sitting there like ah crap it's the second coming of Christ I'm so screwed Sue, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Sue, serious question because yes. it was wrapping paper, was it different colored flames? Uh, no, I don't remember cr different colored flames, but I do remember part <laughs> of it, like like part of the wrapping paper latching onto my windowsill, and like me uh -oh. <laughs> cranking oh, no. open the window, <laughs> cranking open the window, and trying to blow it out. I was just like, "What do I do in this situation?" <laughs> my dad's sitting in the driveway, just kind of like, "What are you doing trying to blow it out?" I'm like, "What are you doing setting the house on fire?" <laughs> We're going to remind our listeners not to try that at home. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Funny little anecdote for Christmas stories. That's amazing. Awesome. And Matt, do you got some uh, some Christmas movies you'd like to share with us? I, I do, and uh, I'm not typically a Christmassy person. I'm more of a Halloween person, just given my pension for scary movies and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple that I always like to make a point of watching in the week leading up to Christmas. Um, Muppet Christmas Carol for sure. Oh, yes. Because yes. I remember seeing that with my family when it came out, and I was like, "This is 
and again, I, as a teen, I was like, this can't be that good because Jim Henson wasn't involved. And I was like, that was amazingly good. Okay, um, quick quick side note. I showed that movie yeah. to my kids last week. Yeah. And and they they were quite scared of it. Like they they were, were quite oh, yeah. scared of the of the ghosts. And I thought, well, these the these are Muppets, you know. Uh, I'll explain to them that it's all, you know, puppets and everything. And no, no, they <laughs> do they know the Muppets at all? Yeah, they, they they did, but because it was Muppets combined with like real people and some partially scary events and stuff, yeah. yeah. Don't show the Mickey's Christmas Carol though. Oh, oh yeah. Mickey's is scary. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. You, you can continue. You should introduce yeah, but, them uh, to the Muppet Family Christmas. I was okay, just going to say movie. Muppet Family Christmas. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, which is also a great old school Muppet movie for those that remember yes. it. Yes. Such a gem. Um, I got to watch Scrooged. Oh, yes. Scrooge. Hands down. Another one I missed. Great. Phenomenal Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Uh, oh. And there's, there's another one that I kind of that I remember watching when I was in university with a bunch of friends of mine when we were particularly uh, high at the time right. uh, called The Hebrew Hammer. No, was I there? Oh, I remember. I, I think I was uh, there for yeah, this. You you were there. It was it was you, myself, Sazen? Sazen and Goodis. Yeah, yeah, I do remember uh, And Because Sazen started laughing so hard, his laugh got stuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like it was because it's, it, it, but it like, actually is a very, very good Christmas movie. It's just oh. really, really wildly inappropriate because you have Andy Dick playing Santa Claus. It was so okay. funny. Well, oh. more accurately, it's Andy Dick playing the the evil alcoholic son of Santa uh, who kills Santa and takes over and decides he's going to put an end to Hanukkah. <laughs> oh. uh, and then you have, I want, I feel like it's Adam Goldberg. Yep, Adam yes. Goldberg. Adam Goldberg is the Hebrew, Hebrew hammer. hammer. It's like this. Yeah. You know this. You know, and it's it's absolutely ridiculous. But it's and you was it? It's uh oh, Mario Van Peebles plays the leader of the uh, Kwanzaa Liberation Front. (laughs) Okay, like it's it's sincerely it's a ridiculously silly movie, but it's so funny and it actually it kind of it makes fun of everyone. So because it makes fun of everyone, it doesn't really make fun of anyone. Yeah, it's such a good movie. It's so funny. like just the cast, like the the actors that are involved in it, you're just like, oh god, this is so hilarious, but so inappropriate. Oh man, uh, which is a and then of course, and which I'm surprised no one's brought up at all. There's the quintessential Christmas movie, Die Hard. Yep, yep. Oh, okay. Although, yeah. like that's a that's a big debate on the internet, right? Yeah, yeah. Christmas movie. And I think the producer of that movie was like, it's not a Christmas movie. Like this week. Yeah, but you- he said that. I was like, "Who sure. cares?" You're once once the, the art is out, like past the artist's hands, it's not really theirs to say one way or the other anymore. It's how people interpret it. Agreed. Yeah, it takes place during Christmas. The reason he's there is Christmas. Now I have a machine gun. Ho ho ho! It is a Christmas movie. And it's when are we all going to sit down and watch it at Christmas time? And it's exactly. not really Christmas until Hans Gruber falls from a building, right? Exactly. <laughs> And you guys, you guys have read the little little Easter egg about that shot uh, when he yep. falls off the building, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. For those that aren't in, the, okay, for everyone that's not in the know, um, because they actually did, they green screened it, but they had Alan Rickman in a rig, and they were going to drop him. And the director said, "No, we're going to do one. We're going to do one, two, three, and on three, we're going to let go of the rig, and we're going to drop you." And he said, "One, two, and they let go of the rig." So I thought it was just one. <laughs> no, it was on. It was on two. I remember I read it was on two. 
And that, so the look on his face, like that shock was actually him surprised because he didn't think they were going to let him go then. And then all of a sudden they dropped him and he had that priceless expression on his face of, oh God, oh God, what happens? He thought that it, <laughs> he thought it had gone wrong and he was going to die. Yep. Um, I'm surprised no one um, said a Christmas story. I don't care for this movie that much, but never... it always seems to be on those lists for Christmas. I, I personally love a Christmas story, but for me, it's as much as it's a Christmas movie, I don't necessarily associate it with Christmas. Like I'll watch that movie whenever. Mm, that's yeah, because it's just like, I, but I'm also yeah. really. Mm. I, I'm also a big Gene Shepherd Mark though, and I love all his work. I have a bunch of his books. I actually have the book that that movie's based on. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, like big fan of the Wonder Years and whatnot. So I, I like his work. So I can kind of watch that whenever and just listen to his voice because he was the the narrator on all of them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, I can listen. To, I can listen to this man talk whenever. On that note, um, the same director, Bob Clark, uh, classic Canadian director in that, uh, also did a a movie called Black Christmas. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. Matt, probably you would be. I'm I'm familiar with it, and I'm actually on relatively good speaking terms with uh, Lynn Griffin, who was one of the actresses for that movie. Really? Yeah, her and her husband, uh, Sean Sullivan, who, again, random note, Sean Sullivan was... If anyone's familiar with the movie Wayne's World, um, their their buddy who was partied out in the back of the car during the Bohemian Rhapsody sequence oh, is okay. her husband. That's her husband. That's her husband. Oh, wow. That's her husband. Uh, also well known. If, if for, you're going to spew spew into this, yeah, uh, he's also he was also one of the leads in Ski Patrol, that great '80s classic. Uh, <laughs> wow, skiing comedy. Yes, yes he was. <laughs> but yes. Uh, very, very familiar with with the original Black Christmas. I uh, even made a point of seeing the really, really, really reprehensible remake that came out uh, oh. in the in the thousands around Christmas time. So I'm like, how bad could it possibly be? Oh, it can actually be that bad. Amazing. I don't even remember that happening. Yeah, don't. It, it, it was it was renamed Black Xmas because they had they <laughs> once it was originally Black Christmas and then when it got released on DVD because it had been panned so hard they changed the title so there'd be no confusion oh. between oh, that and like, the original like Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Oh man. Awesome. Okay, so I, I've I've got a few movies that I'm gonna go through real quick, and I wonder if you guys have uh, have seen these or if you're familiar with any of them. Uh, one of them that I like to watch is from 1985. It's a movie called Santa Claus the Movie. No, I remember that. And it's got um, it's got John Lithgow in it, and it's got uh, uh, who else was in it? I I remember that movie. I remember that movie being particularly terrifying to me as a child. I don't remember why because I've never rewatched it. Yeah, but I remember I, there was there was some sequence. I think it was with the toy making machine that just for some reason terrified me. The the um the, the idea is that Santa Claus like it goes through sort of how Santa Claus got started and all of this stuff. But then one of the elves ends up being um sort of disillusioned with working in the North Pole, and so he goes um and and uh, leaves like he leaves the North Pole and he goes to like I don't know if it's New York City or something like that, and he ends up getting together with this sort of uh, shady uh, toy executive. and he's Oh, I remember this movie. Yeah, and he starts yeah. um, selling like some of the magical powder that they use to make the reindeer fly, and, and they use it to, to try to make toys uh, that, that, um, that they, could, they could sell and, and get rich off of. And it's, it's, it's one of those movies that I just remember watching when I was younger, and I picked it up on DVD recently. It's, I mean, it's not great, but it's, it's one of the, it's one of the the movies that sort of has a, a spot in my in my memory that mm-hmm. I've quite enjoyed. That movie scared me too, Matt. Mm. Yeah. Weird. Like I and, think it was I, I think it was something about the powder. And the yeah, there was 
something that happened that just, I remember it being particularly terrifying, but I don't remember what. Just I'm like, this movie scares me. I'm not watching it again. We should all watch it together. We should, we should, we yeah. should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> do, a stri- do a streaming watch along, like a live watch along just for fun. That would be amazing. So Santa Claus was played by actor David Huddleston. Uh, you guys probably remember him as uh, in, from the Big Lebowski as uh, the real Big Lebowski. <laughs> yeah, okay. I was Lebowski, yeah. And, and and I think John John Lithgow was the uh, was the toy toy maker. Yeah, yeah he was the executive, the, the evil yeah. cigar smoking executive. Yep. <laughs> so that that's one of them. Um, I, I really enjoyed uh, the Polar Express, the the one that they uh, you know the the uh, Tom Hanks. Yeah, never uh, saw. You know, Uncanny Valley uh, animated movie that they that came out with a few years back. Still creeps me out just the look, like the plastic eye look. It just it's just like. <laughs> mm. There's something wrong. Like the only one who looks right is Tom Hanks. I I never really got into Polar Express. Like I've I've watched it and it's it's a nice movie. I I had like like you were saying, Eric. I had issue with the the CGI in it a lot. It, for me, it reminded me a lot of the Final Fantasy movie. Yeah, where it it looked so real that it that my brain went, no, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I agree. See, I, I felt like I could get past it in 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 the Polar Express. I could never get past it in the Final Fantasy movie. But I think Tom Hanks is what got me past it. I had that same feeling with the uh, the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol uh, CGI movie. As I well, agree too. with that too. Oh, yeah. it, 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 it just it looked so like everything was so well crafted and perfect that my brain got no, this isn't right, and then I just I couldn't connect with it. So I've got yeah. three more real quick. Um, one of them is uh, the Tim Allen, uh, the Santa Claus. Yeah, that was a good movie. One one of my absolute favorites, and I know there's a lot going around the internet about how. It's actually way a darker movie than you think it is. Like if you consider that, you know, at at the beginning of that movie, you know, Tim Allen basically kills Santa when Santa falls off his roof, and then he has to take over. But then none of the elves really seem to care that that their original Santa didn't return. Yeah, yeah, but you got to think like, does that mean that every single Santa, like that 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 suit just goes to the next person who takes over, right? So yeah. That's they're just how like, I always interpreted it. So they're just like, this is the suit. This is the new man. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. That was always yeah. the creepy part is that he didn't take over the role in that. He was being forced into yes. it. And he was given it, yeah. Because yeah. he started to get like he started to get fat. He started to grow the long yeah. beard. He had no choice, <laughs> right? Put on because, the because, he thinks he's yeah. just going crazy. It's because with great power comes great responsibility. Ah. <laughs> I'm seeing a Marvel crossover. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's it's more like the you know the Green Lantern with the ring that just flies off and sort of inserts itself. Someone yeah. else's life. So that means we're going to see Ryan Reynolds as Santa Claus next? Oh, Deadpool. <laughs> Once upon a Deadpool. <laughs> De- Deadpool oh, Claus. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I, uh, cool. <laughs> okay. <It's... laughs> quick palate cleanser. Um, mo- yeah. mo- moving on real quick past that one. Is is a TV, <laughs> a TV movie that I, I really, really loved as a kid. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it. It's called The Night They Saved Christmas. And I remember that. This, this movie... Um, uh, Art Carney played Santa Claus, and okay. it was no, I don't think Art Carney was Santa Claus. Let me just see here. Um, yeah, Art Carney played Santa Claus. It was 1984, and and the idea was this family lived in the north in the North Pole region. Um, the the father was part of an oil drilling company, and so they were dynamiting parts of of the the North Pole so that they could drill for oil, and. Um, what ended up happening was they started uh, blowing up uh, too close to North Pole City, which was where Santa was. 
Mm-hmm. So he actually sent his elves to to um, go and find the the guy's wife and kids and and try to convince them to convince the father to stop dynamiting, and and so it's this whole story of of um, them trying to stop the you know this this oil company from blowing up the North Pole, which, which is a, a lot of fun. Um, I think you might be able to find that one on YouTube. Uh, I think I remember. Uh, yeah. seeing I'm YouTube. sure it's on YouTube. Because I don't think it's ever been released anywhere. It was one of those TV movies that that never showed up on like Netflix or, or right. anything like that. But it was certainly one of my favorites growing up. And then my absolute favorite Christmas movie, and nobody talked about it yet, was uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. <laughs> oh damn! How do we miss that? <laughs> I've been thinking about that movie like all day, and that to bring up to this. It, yeah, like, yeah, like going back to the idea of holiday traditions. Like that movie is a holiday tradition for my family. We watch that movie every Christmas Eve. We always sit down uh, um, in the evening after dinner. We we always cook up some some chicken wings. We we get some some kielbasa sausage. We get some uh, some cheese like a cheese ball, and and we sit and we watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And it happens every year, and it's awesome. I don't know. Do you guys do you guys enjoy that movie? Oh, immensely. Um, you know, it's it it almost feels like the proper sequel to the first one. In that, I did you know, European Vacation was pretty good in that, but mm-hmm. I don't know something about Christmas Vacation. It just hit all the marks in that. It was yeah, yeah, uh, comedy classic. Awesome. Yeah. So so those were our, our some of our holiday movie sort of TV recommendations. Ding. <laughs> that was you, Eric. Stop texting. <laughs> Turn off your phone. <laughs> I was like, "What was that? What was that?" The night they saved Christmas. We can watch the whole thing on YouTube if we yep, want. Yeah, hey, I'll put it. Yay. I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> I'm by the show notes. This is the one show note. <laughs> <laughs> we have a show note. Woo! <laughs> so let's uh, let, let's move on to. Uh, we, we already talked a little bit about traditions, and we mentioned some of the traditions that we might might want to. Uh, include for our kids like i remember eric was talking about how he might want to include his kids being able to go and 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 pick out a gift at the toy store just you know maybe when they're a little bit more mature and able to do that without picking everything maybe it's Um, the store called amazon (laughs) there there you go you just you load up the laptop and you just say point at anything you want but don't hit don't hit checkout just add to cart (laughs) add to cart don't hit browser it's got prime shipping yeah, exactly. Um, do any of you? Other guys, do any of you guys have any other um, traditions that you think uh, that you think you'd like to to pass on? That you think uh, the future there, generation should be, uh, be a part I've of? I've got one that my my dad's dad used to used to he didn't used to do a lot, he didn't do it a lot, but he did do it occasionally, especially when uh, myself and my cousins were all younger. Because uh, like I said, we'd always go over to my uh, my dad's family's for. Uh, Christmas Eve, which is usually my grandparents' house, uh-huh. um, and there was always the, it was the tradition we would go over there and we would do the family presents from that side of the family that night. So we were all together and we could you know thank everyone and it was a great family yeah. time. And then eventually there'd be the okay, we all got to get home because you know Santa's on his way and we don't want to miss mm-hmm. him. And as we all started to get older, a lot of it was like, nah, we're fine, he'll be fine. You know, the whole Santa knows thing. where we are. Duh. And, well, the get, and the getting old was like, no, nah, it's not a, he's not a thing. You guys are just making it up. Blah, blah. Nice. As, as as kids are want to do to, you know, like, I don't believe in this, but I kind of do, but I want to say that I don't because, you know, that's the deal. So my grandfather decided uh, after about a year or so of this, and he was like, nope, we're keeping the Christmas beer alive. And he bought, and I don't know where he got this, a set of deer, tra- like, uh, deer tracks. Okay. Oh. Like, they leave him, and he would literally, because he, like, my, my grandfather was also a, a champion smoker as well. 
Uh, and as we all got older, he'd stop smoking in his house. He'd go outside for Christmas because he wanted to, you know, be polite about it. So he's like, I'm going out for a cigarette. And he'd go out there with his track maker and leave deer tracks out front. <laughs> and he had a set of bell, uh, sleigh bells. So he'd go outside and start ringing them. Wow, and then he'd, that's you know, amazing. Then he'd, and he'd come in and be like, you know, you guys got to get going home soon because Santa stopped out front. He realized y'all were here and he's got to skip your houses. And you go there. <laughs> And there'd be the boot prints and the, like, he'd leave runner tracks and the deer tracks. We were like, oh, my God. And, like, you're, like, wow. like, like, so good. You know, like preteens, like, eight, nine, eight mm-hmm. to, like, 12. So we're mm-hmm. all trying to be cool. But the, that just blew our minds. We're like, we got to go. Mom, Dad, we got to go right now. <laughs> we have to go. So, so Matt, you know, the, um, in Oakville, they have this, like, Christmas specialty store that's only open this time of the year? Yes. They have those there. Of course they tracks. do. Yeah. Brilliant. So, and also, you can so, get uh, ugly sweater onesies there. Of course, you can. So you know your one-stop shop. Maybe yeah, they'll sponsor. But, uh, but that, <laughs> but that, uh, <laughs> that definitely would be a tradition that you know, if if I ever get to the point where I have children, that would be a one that I would definitely want to keep keep alive because it's that's just amazing. Fun. That that's you know, so much fun. Yeah. And again, it's you know, we, you know, you get older and you realize that that wasn't the case. Like, oh yeah, no, grab would just go out there and. Because it would be basically got to the point where it'd be less about the you know the family wanted to go and more the he's tired and wants to go to bed he wants to get everyone out of the stamp house mm-hmm. so <laughs> yeah. um, Santa was here you better take the kids home and everyone would be like okay dad we're going no no it's the joy of seeing the kids uh, smile that's right that's uh, well, that was definitely for him it was like a two first like he got everyone to go home when he got the, the the joy of knowing he pulled one over on all the grandkids so <laughs> amazing yeah. So I won't necessarily go all the way around with, with everybody for this question. Just if, if anyone else has any traditions that they want to share that they think they might want to pass on to future generations. Yes. What do you got, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> on um, Christmas Eve, we always give each other books. Oh, so, um, cool. So, Very cool. So we get a new like novel or whatnot for each other. And I think that's, I think it's a good thing. Like we, it's something new that we get to read for the new year. I have a bunch of books that I haven't read now, so that's nice. <laughs> um, you know, we always go see Santa. Like, even when I was, like, a teenager, we'd still get our picture with Santa. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I don't know. That that seems to be it. Hot chocolate, you know. Yeah. yeah. Playing, making, making sure we played outside in the snow when there was snow at the yeah. Christmas break. Yeah. I know a lot of when we were younger was us staying inside playing Nintendo, but... There, there was always a point when we'd be like, let's go outside. Yeah. Make sure we had some time out there. Yeah, yeah. Me personally, not so much with the going tobogganing and all that in the snow, but that's just a, a personal hiccup. <laughs> so I've got a tradition as well that, I, that I'm thinking that I'd like to pass on and continue. It's the idea of, of the Christmas stockings. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. The, like in my family, um, everybody gets a stocking. Um, so all the, the adults get stockings. Um, the, and when I go to my my parents' place, uh, there there are stockings there for everyone. And and the mm-hmm. idea was that that Santa did, you know, Santa came to my parents' place and left stockings for everyone, regardless of how old you are. You mm-hmm. still get a stocking from Santa. And and I want that that tradition to to continue as well. That because it's 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 a fun it's a fun way to enjoy sort of that being able to give little you know stuffers and things and and keep the magic alive a little bit. Do you do Absolutely. stockings and presents though? Yeah, both from Santa. Okay, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. We have stockings too. I forgot about that. Megan loves stockings. 
like just getting a bunch of stuff do you guys like we that's it's generally our smaller stuff but it's all the fun stuff yeah like, like here's a giant bag of gummy cola <laughs> i usually find a magazine usually be a magazine in there and, and my mom always put or i mean santa pc gamer <laughs> yes there was a pc gamer but uh santa would always put a uh a, a tangerine like or, or a yeah. man, you know, the little oranges mm-hmm. in the bottom of, of every stocking and I don't know yeah. what the tradition is behind all of that, but it's uh, I, I, my understanding is it is it is a very like UK like British mm. tradition because like oh, my okay. my family was very very adamant like you have to put an orange in the toe. It's like why? yeah, it's because always you just toe. do it. Has to be in the toe. You just do it. Okay, huh. weird. I gotta look that up. That's interesting. I'm, I'm wondering if it has something to do with like you know outbreaks of scurvy and poor health. Oh, I'm positive. <laughs> positive. Yeah. Well, because they're they're very they're tropical and they're they especially you know back in the day they were very rare and hard to come by. So you got an orange, you're like, this is this is the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I know people that put pickles in their tree or a pickle ornament or something. Is that something that you guys have ever heard of? I I, apparently, it's a big cats. thing. It's just a, just to scare cats. <laughs> like they there's like Christmas ornaments that are pickles, and it's yeah. like a giant thing. I don't know why, but I, I've heard of it. I've never seen it myself. Um, I know that my uh, my father in law is a big fan of apple ornaments in his tree. Hmm. Uh, hmm. He has a lot of them. Like one would almost say, an excessive amount. <laughs> um, I have all of the Star Trek ornaments from when they released the very first one back in 1990. That's another tradition you forgot. Like we both get new ornaments each year. Like. Yeah. The- all of the Star Trek ornaments. We went without oh, yeah. Star. We went non-Star Wars this year, and we got uh, Wreck-It Ralph too. So Wreck-It Ralph oh. and Princess Vanellope. Oh, nice! So, like, I, I mean, I hope that our listeners can take this, uh, the, some of the stuff that we discussed, and 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 hopefully, uh, maybe pad out their their movie uh, selection for this holiday. Um, and and if not, you know, may, maybe for uh, for next year or future years to come. Uh, because uh, you know the, the the Christmas season is almost upon us right now, and it's, it's here, man. It's it, it's it, it is very nine much here. days. We're up to our <laughs> nine days. Yeah, yeah. Whams everywhere. You just have to you know, avoid it at all costs. Yeah. So so guys, I guess the the, the last thing that we're going to talk about uh, today would be you know um, if people are listening to this episode and wondering you know what kind of gifts should they get for the geek in their lives. Are we talking like 2017 or in general? Or 2018? <laughs> what wow. should I get someone last year? The answer is not tickets to The Last Jedi. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Hey. Last Jedi burn. Ooh. I actually saw on Facebook my memories of like they popped up and there was like there, there was all the Star Wars photos and mine from last year was me doing Hey, no. <laughs> like this, this strange smile. <laughs> like, like hey, hey guys, I'm in line for the last Jedi. It's gonna be awesome. It was afterwards when <laughs> I took their picture, and I was just oh. like, "Yay, I saw it." Oh no! I Yay, I I saw through it. It was it was, it was definitely a movie because, like, the <laughs> the photo from the year before with Rogue One, I was just like, "Oh my god, Darth <laughs> Vader's yeah. in it, and he kills everyone." <laughs> Dude, dude! Spoiler alert. So yeah, we we are think we are thinking like now, but but it could be any gift, like a gift that you could get a geek, 
even if someone listens to this episode five years from now, like what kind of things would, what would you recommend? Uh, um, there's a lot of cool things that we have now that we didn't have as kids. And I think, um, especially you being a teacher, um, you'll appreciate this. They've come out with a lot of really cool nerdy STEM toys, like yeah. robotic kits and um, like experiment things. Like National Geographic has their own line of STEM like toys for kids to, you know, get into astronomy or paleontology or geology. I think those are all really cool. Now, for any um, of our listeners that aren't, aren't sure what that means, STEM stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Mathematics. And I know that they're trying to add arts in that to make Steam. it Steam, yeah. uh, which would be confusing with Steam, the video game thing. Um, but I think, I think a lot, like if I go from the Star Wars angle, they have robotic kits to make R2-D2s where you can wire it up and then make a remote control one. You can buy that anywhere. Um, they have all the Sphero stuff. That's not really, really cool. those are fun. <laughs> um, so ba- basically, the, the educational toys are way better than when we were kids. They're actually yeah. educational now. <laughs> yeah. um, they teach you how to do stuff. They actually have programming books where they'll teach you how to make a video game, but like in a fun way. Oh, it's wow. really neat. They have some cool stuff out now. Um, like Scratch, right? Like if you're programming with Scratch? Yeah, yeah. Um, they actually, we get emails from companies and they're like here's our gift guide for for the year if you're interested for like ages blah 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 like ubisoft has sent us some stuff um and some other companies but uh i i I, this year has been really cool there's there's a lot of cool games there's a lot of cool toys but those are my those are my ideas i think um what was that what was that video game we reviewed a couple of weeks ago uh just dance no, the other one. Just Starlink. Dance is the one I didn't edit yet. Coming <laughs> <laughs> um, soon, Just Dance. Star something? Starlink. Starlink. Thank I thought you. that was a good introduction for kids into the realm of sci-fi and um, just to introduce them to the tropes of science fiction if they're a kid that would like to get into it. Like, it's yeah. it's beginner Mass Effect, basically. Yeah. But doesn't it have like I just, I know nothing about it, and I sadly haven't listened to the episode. I fail, I know. Um, just because I remember going through stores and seeing like all these different figures that you can, I'm assuming, pair with the game. So it has a very like kind of amiibo yeah. feel to it. Yeah, it's a toys to life game, and um, mm-hmm. it's, but, but they're it's, not necessary. They're not necessary. You can buy a digital version and just okay. play that way. But the toys are cool because you get the toy. But as an adult, yeah. um, I'm going to lose those in my couch. <laughs> <laughs> but only after you spend a lot of money on them to collect them all. It's also cheaper to get the digital version and then get all the stuff instead of buying all the toys. Like each model is something like 40 bucks. So, Ish. you know, yeah. that's cool and all, but I'd rather save the money and buy mm. Star Wars helmets. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I got into a bit of a tradition with my brother, who's uh, as big a Star Wars fan in his 40s as he was back when we were kids and that. Uh, and I wanted to find him something, uh, you know, that not only kind of, you know, was, you know, kind of reclaimed that spirit and that, but was also something he could collect and maybe, you know, appreciate and value in that. Uh, I started buying him those, uh, uh, the Kotobukiya uh replicas oh of, god those are so expensive i Good know for you for getting him those i think i for i got them like uh one a year in that for like three years and i i started with boba fett mm-hmm. uh i got him the han and chewy the one year and i believe i got him the uh darth vader one as oh, well i was gonna say the darth vader one looks amazing yeah i know they were these, these are highly detailed um 
well, they're they're models more or less, right? Posable models, yeah. not necessarily toys and that, but I mean, if you're looking for the, you know, in a, a present, you know, something for the big for the big kid in your life and that, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. There's a, there's also the Black series, which has gone down in quality, but the first two series of Black series toys, the the bigger ones, are actually quite good for the price. <laughs> yeah, uh, Stu or Matt, do you guys have any ideas? Maybe not Star Wars related. Uh, um, my sister's fiance's father um, is uh, blind, unfortunately, and I, like there have been a few times where um, I mean he's a pretty in- he's a really intelligent guy, but uh, can't necessarily interact with um, too many. He, he he doesn't really in, interact too much with the world around him, unfortunately. Mm. But um, uh, one year, there's a podcast. I'm sorry, I'm going to plug another podcast here. Um, no dice. Anyone, <laughs> no, <laughs> it's happening. If Unless anyone, they want to cross promote. Well, I, I don't think so. I doubt it. <laughs> but, uh, if if any listeners um, have people who are interested in history in their lives, uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. I will, yes. I will back you up on this. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. care if he doesn't. I, uh, I, I, I like basically went and put uh, the Wrath of the Khan series onto a ser- like a bunch of different uh, CDs and just had like an intro of me at the beginning of each one saying, "Hey, John, this is episode yada yada out of how many?" Just to sort of you know, it, so he can p- throw it into the uh, um, his CD player and immediately know which episode or which yeah, episode he's on. Um, but for anybody, if if there's anyone in your life who really likes um, history or just go like deep dive, um, factually, uh, w- like well informed discussions, check out I guess Dan Carlin's entire back like mm-hmm. back catalog. Um, if 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 someone new gets into that, I'm sure they will love you for introducing them. What's cool about that podcast series is that he takes these heavy topics and they're quite dense, but he mm. he's he's compelling when he's talking. So yeah. so that you're never bored while listening to it. Like when I went up to visit you, Stu, um, mm. and that's quite a drive from where I am. I would listen to like two of those episodes just because it's such a long drive. Maybe one yep. and a half. Because you know, one is like three hours. So yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, they're 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 amazing. I I highly agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whenever you're listening to somebody really smart talk about something, it's a quite the experience. And when you mm-hmm. don't want to hear someone really smart, you can listen to this podcast. Hey, hey. <laughs> ouch! ouch. <laughs> Duh, my brain hurts. <laughs> Matt, do you have any any uh, gift ideas? Um, I, I do, I do to an extent, and again, it's kind of dovetails off what Stu was touching on where, um, it's not, it's sort of a tradition that's kind of been started between, uh, Jen and myself where we are, we are both very, uh, avid podcast listeners cause she works from home. So <laughs> has background noise on, I commute a lot. Uh, and is this what I, I think it might be? I'm not sure. What do you think it might be? Is it, is it with a tavern? Yes. <laughs> yeah that and others um and there's a few podcasts that we both that her and i both listen to and we're kind of like you know one of us will get ahead like you have to listen to it uh hello from the magic tavern is one uh i'm gonna do a, a slew of shameless plugs for podcasts especially people because the, they suit they suit the the listenership of this hello from the magic tavern is a hilarious podcast they have an amazing merch store that ties in with their show another one is called mission to zix 
which is uh, same concept. It's uh, these these podcasts are all improvised. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they just they record, they improvise the whole thing, and then they just kind of cut it and add some like they do some cutting and some editing afterwards. Mission is six is all sci-fi. Again, the same thing. It's all improvised, hilarious, and we tend to get each other gifts that are based off these podcasts because we love the shows and because they have ridiculous merch content. <laughs> um, awesome. And also, just, and actually, Hello from the Magic Tavern especially also has a, they always do a, a Christmas episode. <laughs> uh, although they, in, yeah, in the land there, they call it Chris must, where it's basically that anyone named Chris must do whatever you tell them to do. And they have songs <laughs> based around this, which get grossly inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We can't do them um, here. <laughs> can't, well, can't do them here because it's not our content. Uh, but give them a listen. They have three, like Tavern has three, three or four seasons worth of content. There are like 200 plus episodes. Mission to Zix just finished their second season. So they, and they're working on their third. So they've got a lot of stuff to listen to. And they also have an thing, amazing D&D podcast too. They do, yes. Yes, they do. But, uh, but I, I like this. I like this idea that you, you take something like a podcast where, where people could have a lot of like affection for, for a piece of content, whether it's a podcast or a radio show or something that they listen to. And then narrowing in on some merch or, or something yeah. that will, you know, you could, you could use that as a gift idea that's a really unique gift. <laughs> you know who's going to have a really good merch store next year? Us. Us. Yeah. 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 More um, than just the old logo. <laughs> hooray. Um, and there's, and also, there uh, Ninja Turtles? Oh, <laughs> maybe. it has to be, um, <laughs> also the, the Nightmare Presents crew always usually puts a bunch of stuff out for Christmas. And they're usually in the last few years, they've usually released a book, uh, in the late fall around Christmas time. So they, you know, they have, and that's for all of their stuff, not just welcome to Night Vale. Also, uh, they just released a book for Alice isn't dead for those that listen to it. Hmm. Um, and the one thing that I, and I will openly admit, I bought for myself for Christmas. Um, the podcast Limetown, for anyone that has listened to, uh, has come back and they released a book. Hmm. Yeah, they just, they you actually treat just. yourself to a Christmas oh, gift I had, as well. I didn't, I didn't even know the show was back. I was kicking myself because I was looking through my, my podcast list. I was like, <gasps> Limetown came back last month and I didn't even notice it. I didn't even and notice they, either. Huh. And they have a book. It was a, it was a short run, but it's, uh, it's the, definitely their second season. They're working on their third. So I'm very hmm. excited that that. You know, Amazing. five years was almost three years later. They finally finished their cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah, weird. Okay, <laughs> weird. Huh. Yeah. Huh. All right. So, yeah. so I, I have a couple of, of gift ideas as well, real quick. Um, one of them sort of goes along with what Eric was saying about the STEM, the STEM idea. Um, and uh, so one of the things that we ended up getting for my son last year were these. Um, they're called snap circuits, and you can actually build like an electrical circuit. Oh, cool. But you you connect it using the same kind of buttons that you would use to connect, like to close up a, a coat or a jacket. It's those kind of those those buttons, hmm. and and they're mm-hmm. all on circuit. So he he can actually learn about resistors. He can learn about, hmm. uh, you know, getting the appropriate wattage. And it's got like all kinds of like, um, like there's a big book that comes with it with all kinds of instructions. It's really a, a lot of fun. He's been playing with that a lot, and uh, and sort of for the uh, for the adult geek, I'm I'm gonna go to to sort of the the tried and true go to, which would be um a, a, a like a blu-ray box set because like especially now on amazon you're finding these things they, they come out real cheap um i just recently picked up the uh as a christmas gift for myself i picked up the original battlestar galactica 
nice. Blu-ray set. Oh, neat. And it was only like 40 bucks for the entire series on wow. Blu-ray. And it was in full widescreen and everything. And, and, and so... Which seems yeah. weird for that time. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how they got a 1970s show in full widescreen, but it doesn't look like they cut anything off. And, and so it looks really good. Um, but but yeah, like if you're looking for a, a a gift idea for a geek, like yeah, figure out what uh, what new box sets you can you can pick up for them. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I'm buying myself um, the Legend of Korra and Avatar: The Last Airbender because they're releasing a two in one um, box with both nice. series in, in uh, right right after I bought the uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah. It comes out in January, so I'm gonna probably pick that up for me. Yeah, nice. because mm-hmm. I'm celebrating Christmas. Where Christmas do everything. <laughs> um yeah yeah awesome well that was our that was our gift guide so i hope that everyone (laughs) enjoyed our our discussion about christmas about the holidays about some of our favorite movies traditions uh, a little bit of a of of a practical gift guide uh hopefully that's helpful for people uh i want to thank our our panel of uh contributors today um uh thank you hawk no problem, and thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you, Matt. You're very welcome, sir. Thank you, Stu. Uh, yep, what Matt said. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and not thank you to Eric. Yeah, damn right you end with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, for Geeks with Kids, I'm Mike. Have a good time. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.